Hey tech leads, today I'm going to give you a powerful tool for being an impactful tech lead. You're going to need Google Docs or your favorite terminal text editor for this one, tech leads. Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. My name is Michael Rice and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to bring you some useful stuff that you can put to use today to make you more effective in your role, whether you're brand new or even if you're highly experienced. Tech Leads, it's Wednesday, December 11th, 2019. You're halfway there, Tech Leads. This is episode number 78. Remember, this week I'm focused, focusing most of my free time prepping for our third live training session coming up Saturday, December 14th at 10 a.m. California time. And I'm also doing some more book revisions. So join me. Register online for free at techleadcoaching.com training. And the link will be in the show notes too. On Monday, episode number 77, I feel like I introduced you to something really simple, but also something really groundbreaking. It's a tool to make sure you're having an impact as a tech lead. Today, I'm gonna get really prescriptive about how to make it, how to do it on your own, and and suggest some changes to your daily or weekly workflow to make sure you're crushing it, tech leads. All right, let's get into it, tech leads. So I'm in this episode, number 77, I'm proposing a tool or a workflow, or I guess both, that you can use to truly take all the things that we've talked about, the four core, all the things that tech leads do, and reduce them onto a single uh, workflow and process that's going to ensure that you're having the impact you need to have. This isn't anything you don't already have. There's nothing to buy. There are no apps to install. There is no subscription to manage on this one. So first, like I said, this is something you're you're probably going to want to get a uh, text editor out for or um, Google Docs. I will eventually make a template for you that I will link to the show notes. And what will happen is I'll, um, I'll press publish on this uh, podcast and then eventually I'll update the show notes. So, so check back from time to time if you don't have the link right now. Um, but really, this tool is about being very proactive, being accountable, and being focused on having an impact. So before we really start, um, this is something that you should probably do, I would recommend daily, that might be a little aggressive for you depending on what your day-to-day work schedule is like, but at least weekly. And ideally, you would start this workflow that we're going to describe before you've responded to a single text, Slack, IM, uh, email, phone, or anything. In fact, hopefully you haven't even seen any of that. Like your phone's on do not disturb or whatever. These things, if you let these kind of disruptions come in, they're going to color the work and the workflow that's going to come up. And I know because I do this myself. And it's going to make you less focused and it's just not, it's going to rush you through the process because you're going to be so anxious that you need to get back to that text or Slack message or whatever. So now, the next step, step number one, that was those were the preliminaries I got, gave you. Do this weekly. Start with a clean clean slate and a clean head. Now also clear your to dos. I don't know how you keep track of your to dos. Um, doesn't really matter, um, but you know once a day or at least once a week, you know you're going to have leftover stuff sitting in your to do list. Hopefully you've got a fairly disciplined to do list tool that you're using, whether it's just Notepad or or Vim or um, you know. 
something on iOS or Android. Hopefully you've got something, but you know how this, you know the drill. Pretty much every day you open that up, you're going to have a bunch of stuff that you didn't get to the day before. So what I like to do is just clear all that stuff off and pretend my to-do list is totally blank. And you can do that with the tools I use. If you use like a getting things done type tool, like or GTD, I use things by culture code. It's actually pretty easy. You can just kind of like multi-select the, uh, the stuff you haven't done, move it into your backlog or into a temporary place and come back to it later. All right. So now you've got a clean slate, a clean list of just the day or the week is wide open. It could be anything you want. Your head's clear. You're not being distracted. Now, Open up a Word or Google Doc or open up your, a text file with your favorite terminal editor um, and you're going to write a, a, a blank document. Um, in future days or weeks, you're not going to start blank. You're going to basically reuse the same doc because this is how you're going to help keep yourself accountable. But you're going to open this new doc. I'm turn my notes here. And you're going to do, you know how in um, in Google Docs or Word or even Markdown, you can define different header levels. We're going to use two different header levels here. So header one is like the biggest, header two is the smaller one. So start with header one, however you're going to mark that down in your document, and write technology or things, whatever word you want, code, product, whatever you want to write down. And this is header number one. Now header number two, you're going to write design or refine. And by the way, you can change these headers if you want. Um, you can uh, ignore the ones that don't apply. You can add some other ones once you get going and find some things that, that I didn't mention. And if you do, by the way, let me know. Um, and after design or refine at header level two, leave some space for yourself because you're going to come back to this. The next header number two is going to say track industry best practices. Okay, now leave a little space. Now in header two, you're going to another header two, you're going to write own the tech debt. Now another header number two, remember to leave some space. You're going to write something like quality or highest quality or the right quality. Now you're going to leave some space. Another header two, effective processes. So you're going to have effective processes. Don't worry, we're going to come back and, and discuss each of these in a little more detail. Header number two, another header two, um, code reviewing plus discussions. And then finally, another header two under this technology section, release management. All right. So let's go back over the first four real quickly. These are the what of technology. We talked about on Monday, I talked about the idea that under technology or things, there's really the what and the how. Um, so we, I started with what just because I think that's the most salient thing to most people um, in our business anyway. So the first one under technology was design or refine, <clears throat> or design or refine, excuse me. So every day or every time you iterate through this sheet, I want you to think about how you can either shape or refine the design of the product, project, or module, whatever it's working on. How can you improve that as a tech lead? Or how could your team improve it? What could you be doing, um, you know, given what's happening? Because... You know, normally we keep working on things, we keep changing things, we keep shifting things around. I think always thinking about how the design reflects the reality of what you're doing and, and iterating on that and, re, you know, thinking about what little refactors you could put in, not just in the code, but in the overall product, I think is really impactful. 
Doesn't mean, oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention, just because you make this list doesn't mean you're going to do all these things every day or every week. Just think about, is there an opportunity today or this week, depending on how you do the sheet, is there something you want to do this week to do this, like design a refine phase? Okay. The next one I told you about was tracking industry best practices. So in the space under that header, think about, you know, what is the industry doing? Do you have an opportunity this week or this today to maybe discover a little bit more, do a little research? Are there some things you can bring in? Is there some open source library you've been trying to trying to introduce? Is there some kind of practice that's going on in, say, JavaScript land or something that you want to bring in to your code? Is this a good opportunity? Should you be doing it? Should you get it on the radar? Should you get it on the backlog for the sprint? Think about it. Just give yourself a little time to think about it. The next one is owning tech debt. So in this space under owning tech debt, I want you to get really real. Make some really conscious choices. Where are you in the tech debt? How, how is that tech debt credit card balance? Is it Are you charging it up really rapidly? Are you making space to pay it down or making time in the iterations of the sprints to pay it down? How... Where is it? Just just be real with you. Is this something you should, do you have an opportunity during the sprint to, to or this iteration to address it? Should you be addressing it? Should you get in front of it? Should you be raising it as something we're going to do in the next few weeks? You know, is there some kind of action you can take today to address it, even if that action is simply making space in the future? Okay. The next one I had was quality. And the idea here is, just, just, just be real with yourself. Think about where, you know, where you are in the iteration, where you are in your um, project or module or product lifecycle. How is the quality doing? Is there anything you can do right now? Is there some task or some story or something going on that you could use to ref- to improve the quality of it? Whether it's code quality, um, test coverage, whatever it is, whatever quality means in your context, what could you do? All right. Now we're going to move into the next three of technology, which are the how. Excuse me, the how. So the next one I wrote for you under how was effective processes. So just think about like, is the team, you know, building the product the way you want them to, the way that the company wants them to, you know, are you using TDD? Are you, are you doing things in your continuous integration cycles to deliver code quickly? Is there anything you can do to speed up or slow down? I, I mentioned that some other podcasts, some cases you need to speed up, some cases you need to slow down. What, you know, what, how, how can the process be more impactful or better for what you're trying to do on your team? The next one I wrote down was code reviewing. So in the space after code reviewing, um, you know, I just really think you could, you could cross this off if this isn't something you guys do or your team does, excuse me. Um, but I think it's a very impactful area that tech leads can lead. So like how often are you doing code reviews? How effective are they? Are they just kind of comments and people are like, not really putting much thought into it. Is everybody who needs to be participating in those code review discussions doing so? Are they learning from each other, do you think? Do you think they're actually like sharing useful information? Um, Maybe you should just go ask them, right? Like what actions could you take to improve that activity? And that, you know, maybe you're detecting a theme here. It's like, it's always about like what actions can you take? It doesn't necessarily mean you need to fix code reviewing today because you can't. You can't do everything today or even this week. But what actions could you take now that kind of incrementally improve that? Um, The next one is release management. This is just kind of a classic tech lead role. So just 
you know, are you being really crisp? Do you really know what's going to go in this release? Or are you going to rush it at the end of the sprint or whatever? Just, you know, like what do you, what actions do you need to take today to make sure that you're getting the right things into the release if that's something you drive? All right. So that was technology. Don't worry, the next section's a little shorter. So we're going to do people. So header number one, make a little space after release management. And header number one is people. Remember, these are from uh, Monday. It's basically people, process, and technology. So we started with tech because that's where most of our heads are. So header number one, people. Header number two is mentoring. This is a quintessential tech lead task. Not all of you do it, but I bet most of you do. So leave a little space for yourself after header number two of mentoring. Header, another header number two, team morale slash engagement, whatever you want to call it. Just how is the team, how is the overall you know, engagement and happiness or productivity of the team. And then the next one is header number two. It's another header two. I, I wrote the comms. Just think about the communications, internal communications from you to the team. All right. So just three for people for now. So in the space after mentoring, ask yourself like what, you know, again, what kind of activities could you be taking and be honest with yourself? How are you doing? Are you really mentoring? Does it seem like they're actually growing? Are they coming to you with every little question? Are you leaving anyone behind? What, you know, mentoring opportunities are on the horizon, even if they aren't just the kind of thing where you sit down and pair up with them. Are there some other kind of non, um, non-pairing kind of mentoring opportunities? Maybe the team can mentor each other. Maybe somebody just recently did something and you can, they can share some knowledge. Or maybe you just need to like make sure you schedule a one-on-one with somebody to make sure <laughs> that you're, um, you're mentoring them as much as you, will, as you can. Maybe you don't even know. All right, just take some kind of action. All right, after team morale or engagement... Um, this is where you're really going to write down and think about, have you really listened? Do you really have a good sense for what the team morale is? How, what, what actions could you take now to improve it? I mean, based on what's coming, what's coming today or this week, what kind of um, meetings are going to be there? What kind of pressures are going to be um, coming on? You know, basically like what kind of headwinds are going to be there or what kind of like opportunities will there be to do something kind of fun, whether it's, you know, some kind of team event. Um, a lot of tech folks aren't necessarily big on the happy hour thing, but, um, but maybe there's like a little downtime where you could play some games or, or solve some kind of interesting problem together, anything to, um, increase morale, or maybe they just need a little individual time to do their own thing. You're going to know your team. So think about what actions you could take either today or this week. All right. Under the comms, this is a big one. And this one is going to require a little more activity on your part. People on your team often aren't getting enough information, even if you think they are. Even if you have a lot of information in your head and you think you told somebody once, remember the DRI, DRY principle does not apply to talking to humans. You cannot use the do not repeat yourself. You're going to have to repeat yourself often, tech leads. So does everybody have the context? Could you be more transparent? What actions could you take today to increase that transparency and increase the level of communication? All right. Almost there, tech leads. We're going to make one more big header under processes. And remember from Monday, this is not 
um, the how of the technology. It's more about like your company's processes. So it's kind of external stuff that you have to live with with your company. <clears throat> so header number one, processes. Under that, header number two, I call this shaping incoming work. So quote unquote. I don't know if you're going to find that um, phrase anywhere, but the idea is I don't really know how work comes to you. It could be like bugs, stories, requirements, um, Jira tickets, uh, help desk tickets. I, I don't really know what's coming to you, but there's work that's coming in a stream at you. And as a tech lead, you often kind of sit between that stream and the, and the team. Not always, but um, you, you're kind of supposed to play that role. And so in my mind, the tech lead, what you need to be doing is shaping that to a large degree, as much as you can or as much as is appropriate or needed in your context. And so really think about how well are you shaping that incoming work? Are you really you know, being conscientious about, okay, there's this new feature request coming in. How well does it fit within our design? How well does it fit in the vision when we get to the four core stuff? How well... How hard is it going to be? Is it going to the right person? If it's going to um, one member of the team, you know, what does it need more definition because this member of the team doesn't like ambiguity? You know, like w what could you be doing to push back, set expectations, basically shape the work that's coming in? All right. Um, the next one is going to be uh, header number two, external comms. <laughs> so the same as you had internal communications with your people. Think about the external communications, right? How, how well are you keeping your management or your other stakeholders um, uh, up to date on what's going on, your wins, your losses, escalating issues quickly or appropriately? Are you being transparent if you need to be? Sometimes um, environments don't encourage that, but basically think about like how well you're doing for that. All right, final one. Uh, header, num it's a header number two, and it's project management. Kind of similar to external communications, but really think about, um, you know, y you may have a project manager who's on your team, but you're still kind of on the hook for making sure things get done on time and the right way. So really, you know, this is an important one. Um, and just be honest with yourself. Like what, how, how is the iteration, whether you're doing sprints or whatever, how is it going? Are you making progress? How, how are you going to look whenever somebody, you know, when you get to the end of your, your iteration, you know, just be real. And it's not just you, but like your team and what actions do you need to take? And this is where the tracking and adjusting really comes in strong is, um, you know, do you really know how the team's doing? Have you really checked in with them? Um, if you know somebody's doing something that you're uneasy about, you know, to what extent are you getting engaged without micromanaging? You know, basically, you know, you're going to have to take some actions here. Now, in the template that I do, you notice I didn't mention the four core, but they're kind of laced or uh, they're kind of like cross-cutting concerns on a lot of these. Um, once I get around to producing kind of a, a more thorough template, you'll see where I incorporate my four core into this. And, and I think it'll be pretty impactful. All right. So you made this sheet and you notice this probably this, you know, workflow can take you at least you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, maybe even an hour if it's your first time doing it. Um, but remember, the idea is not to do this like big thorough assessment. It's more just like what actions in one any one of these categories could I take right now or today? Like what activity can I do now? So you don't have to have this big thorough retrospective in your mind. Just think about action. 
All right, so now that you've got some actions written down, even if they're just kind of sketchy notes, now you can bring out your to-do list again. And remember, you've got a nice blank to-do list. So go through this list, go through all these headers, and think about what do I really want to do today or this week, however you track your your to-dos, and write some new ones based on this list. You can now, once you've gotten them written out, and you can you know prioritize them so you know which ones you need to do first. Um, bring back the leftovers from that I told you to wipe away. You're going to find out probably a lot of these are kind of like duplicative, or have kind of changed now, right? Maybe you were thinking I would do this task yesterday, and now I'm going to do it differently today. Now that I have this kind of like fresher understanding of what I'm trying to accomplish, um, so either rewrite it, maybe delete it. And really, honestly, if you can, delete anything else that doesn't apply anymore and then put everything else back in a backlog and deal with it later. But focus on, by focusing on these sheet, the sheet, you're going to find the things that really need to get done. And instead of being constantly reactive to what's happening, you're actually going to be out, get out in front of a lot of the things that are causing you to be very reactive today. So next time, here's what's cool though. So you've got your sheet, save it, start working on your to-do list, go through it, forget about the sheet for now. You did everything you could to get in front of all this and to be proactive for now. So now when you come back, say tomorrow or next week, whenever you go to do the sheet again and go through this workflow again, you'll have all the things you wrote down and you'll think, oh, wow, yeah, I kind of missed this or I did this or I did this thing really well, I did this thing not so well. And as you go through the sheet, things have gonna, will have changed quite a bit in a, even a day or a week. And you're going to have to rework a lot of these activities. You're going to come up with new activities. And you're going to rework your to-dos. And this is going to create an environment for you to be far more proactive and far less reactive. And it gives you a way to be accountable. All right, Tech Lead. So that was a pretty long post for... Uh, or a pretty long episode for Wednesday. So I'm glad you made it this far. I think it's going to be really useful for you. Um, Give it some thought. And then when we get the template ready, if you don't feel like playing this podcast slowly back and writing down everything I said, you can use my template. And thanks for listening, Tech Leads. See you on Friday. Remember, we're on this mission together. We're trying to figure out this tech lead, hands-on EM, startup CTO thing where there is a lot of expectation, but just not a lot of support like this. And so I hope this worksheet is is going to be helpful and impactful for you. Thank you for taking me on this journey with me, with you. Um, it's been a long day. i got lots of free stuff for you. We've got the free email list. Um, going to be kind of light on that this week. We'll probably consolidate a few posts, maybe do like number 77, 78, and 79 all together on Friday and post this along with the template. Um, so maybe stay, stay tuned for Friday. Um, we also have our free training on Saturday. Saturday sessions. Um, we're going to feature this uh, worksheet very prominently um, in the upcoming free training. Um, got the Tech Lead Coaching Network, which I'm trying to pull together. And if you are in LA with me, you can come to a Tech Lead Workshops LA. Download my free ebook if you want on LeanPub. Just don't read it yet. Give me till the end of the year and it will update. And no matter what I want to hear from you, send me an email to me at michaelrice.com or hit me up on Twitter. So we're halfway there, tech leads. Hope you're making the most of this week, growing your tech leadership, and I'm excited to be on this journey with you.